You are listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. For more information on my book and other resources, check out yellingcurebook.com. Hello, it's Robin here. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to have some fun. Today, we're going to talk about play and we're going to talk about fun and how being fun can really help you in your parenting and really help you connect with your kids. I want to start with a quote from Lawrence Cohen, who wrote a book called Playful Parenting. He says, for the parent who wants to use play to build closeness and confidence, giggling is a sure sign that you're on the right track. Love it. Essentially, playful parenting is a really integral part to peaceful parenting. So the reason why we want to look at playful parenting is because it's a way to enter our kids' world, worlds, and we're doing that on their terms in order to foster closeness, confidence, and connection. And when we live in their world, play is an expansive vista to our kids. And this is where they're joyful, where they're engaged, when they're cooperative, and when they're creative as well. But as adults, play isn't so easy for us, is it? It's because we've forgotten so much. And we often find that it's hard to be in each other's worlds. And it could be strange. It could be different, boring even. And who wants to play cars all day or dress Barbies? You know, who wants to do that all day long? But playful parenting can be a bridge into your child's world. Sadly, though, we don't have much time or much room in our lives for fun and games, do we? You know, we're tired, we're stressed, we're overwhelmed, we're exhausted, we're rushed, and we may be stiff and tired and easily bored when we get on the floor to play, especially when it means we have to shift gears from a stressful day or you know there's a million other things that need your attention right now. And this is kind of the last thing you want to be doing. And look, I get that. I totally understand that I have felt the same way. And it's like, you kind of have to lean into that discomfort a little bit and know that this is important. This is really important. And it's important to our kids. In fact, when you look at the needs of our kids, you really can't leave play out. Fun and play is one of the most powerful tools that we have as parents. It releases endorphins, it stimulates creativity, it increases brain function, and improves relationships and connection, right? Those are all the boxes we want to tick. And it's one of the ways that our children learn and practice about living in their world and in their culture. It also helps kids to manage their feelings and cope with upsetting things that happen in their lives. And it also helps them build relationships. And by the way, it's also relaxing and fun. Play is so important that when there is a child that can't or won't play, they're instantly recognized as being in significant emotional distress. And when you look at severely abused and neglected kids, they often have to be taught how to play before they can even benefit from play therapy. 
And I already said this, kids learn a lot about their world through play. And in short, play is important, not just because children learn so much or they do so much of it, but because there are layers and layers of meaning, even in the most casual play. So let's just take a game of catch. Well, on the one hand, your child is using gross motor skills, right? Developing hand-eye coordination as well. And then the child is, is practicing a new skill until it's mastered and then joyfully they can show off this new skill. But they're also engaging with a parent in this case and the parent will say things like nice catch or good try, which builds confidence and trust. Those are three big things that are going on during just a game of catch. And one last important part of play is, again, that it helps your kids recover from emotional distress. So think of it when your child comes home from school. They often will show you how they're feeling in one way or another, either by talking about it or by being irritable, even anxious or rude. Maybe they lock themselves in their room or they beg for extra attention. Most of the time, they will play to feel better. Maybe they'll play school so that they're the boss or they're the teacher and they're the ones in control. Or maybe older kids will play video games and annihilate an enemy or talk to a friend like adults do instead of play. Even disappearing into a book or shooting hoops or a game of tennis can help. By pretending or retelling a story, the scene can be recreated. This time though, the child is in charge. Through playing it out, emotional healing takes place. And so if there's something going on with your child, one of the things that you can do is play through it. So let's say your child is having struggles at school and you don't know why. Well, play school with them and see if you can figure out what's going on with the other kids and your child. You could even draw it out too. I think drawing is a really important thing that you can use, a tool that you can use to really understand your child, even explain things to your child. You can do that through play and you can do that through drawing it out as well. You are currently listening to the Parenting Our Future podcast. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this. Please don't forget to subscribe, and I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If you're a parent who's struggling, and you feel like you might need some support to be the confident leader of your family, where you can calmly respond to any kind of behavior, disrespect, or your kids not listening to you, well, I have a membership group that you might be interested in. All you have to do is go to kamomsclub.com for more information. That's kamomsclub.com for more information. Now, back to the show. So let me ask you, can you really be silly? Are you comfortable being silly? I admit, it may take some time to get over the embarrassment and shyness when you're the only parent on the playground sliding down the slide, playing in the monkey bars, or swinging in a swing. And you just look at the other parents who are sitting on the benches. I know, I get that. The thing is though, is that when we're able to handle giving our kids their essential needs like food, water, shelter, they want us to loosen up. Why leave the playing to others? Why can't we join in the fun too? If we don't play, then we miss out on that fun. And play is where children show us their inner feelings and their experiences that they can't or won't talk about. 
like I mentioned, when your kids come home from school, they're going to show you some sort of behavior, but they most probably won't say, I had a bad day at school. Can we talk? No, they'll say, play with me. And when we say yes, they will play out what happened in the best way they know how to. So if they don't think that we'll play with them though, they may not even ask. They'll just go about their business and we go about ours and then we keep missing opportunities for connection with them. So in order to get all of the benefits of play and fun, we have to join our kids where they live on their terms. So if you like what I'm saying and you're looking for some fun things to do and play with your kids, let me give you some suggestions. And I'm going to include all of these in the show notes as well, because I want you to have like some real good ideas for how to play. Okay. So first I want to say that playing with your kids doesn't always have to be getting down and playing Legos or Barbies or whatever with your kids. It can happen anytime, anywhere. So in my house, um, if I do say so myself, I am the funny one and, uh, I will do things like I'll talk in accents. I'll pretend the kitchen Island is a diner counter and I am like a waitress. My boys are the customers and I'll talk in an accent to, you know, sell it. Um, sometimes if my husband is, is, um, with one of my boys and I'm with the other boy and we're separated, then as we, as we reunite, we'll pretend that we don't even know know them or that we didn't know they were there and be like, oh, whoa, hey, I didn't know you guys were here. What have you been up to? It's been so long since we've seen you. Um, or we'll surprise each other by being mannequins. Like we'll run ahead and then like be mannequins or something. Or do like the mannequin challenge. And as they turn the corner, there will be as mannequins or, or in a store, like a department store, we'll pretend to model with the, um, with the mannequins too. I, I don't know, which is crazy. We also have family memes that we always say on vacation. We'll sometimes have like a word or a statement um, of the day. And when we use it, everyone gets super excited. When my kids were into Skylanders, we used to use some of the phrases the the um, the characters would say, which was really funny. Like every time we were excited, we'd say "Oh, sizzle, sizzle!" For example, um, honestly, you know, we just do that kind of stuff, and we do so much more because there is no better feeling than being together and laughing, right? So, I do though want to say as a caveat that look, there are times for fun. And there are times to be serious. And I do have to make sure that when my kids are being serious, that I have to take them seriously and not make a joke, not respond with an accent or a joke or be silly or whatever, right? I don't want to do that because I want to make sure that I show up with the energy that they're looking for as well. So here are some fun things that you can do. Um, so of course, there, there's the, the things that we all know about, card games, right? You can do Go Fish or War or Uno. You can dress up, not just let your kids dress up, you dress up too. Maybe you, you know, go into your husband's closet or your wife's closet and pretend to be mom or dad. Um, you can just do sports games, right? With, you know, just pass the ball around, go outside, shoot some hoops together. Um, what about science experiments? How fun would it be to do some science experiments together? Um, and maybe you could like, like look at their belly buttons and like 
and like say, oh my gosh, like freak out that you've got a hole in your stomach. Uh, oh, oh, now you've got, now I can see you've got a hole in uh, on your head. You've got two in your ears. You've got one in your mouth. I, we, we need to take you back to the factory because you shouldn't be having those holes in your head. And they just will have giggles like crazy or lay, I lay in their beds when they're um, coming in to bed and I pretend that I'm sleeping. I'll snore really loud. Sometimes they hide on me when I come in to tuck them in and I totally pretend that I can't see them or I don't know where they are. And I'll talk about, you know, wow, I wonder where Parker is, or I can't find Aiden and then like sit on them on the bed or something like that. Right. Or let them scare me. Um, maybe at night I'll turn all the lights on and say, good morning, everyone. It's time to get up. Let's get dressed. And of course, that's not what's happening, right? Um, I have um, gone up to my boys and looked in their hair like I'm a monkey and sort of clicked my nails in their hair and, and say, oh, geez, I think you've got lice or something silly like that or bugs. And then, you know, just be like a monkey and, and kind of get in there and play around. Um, I've pretended that like, I've never seen a human being before or a human child before. Then I really have to examine them, you know, and look at them and say like, what do these do? What are these, you know, what do you call these things? Are they hands? Are they feet? You know, whatever. Um, you can go on scavenger hunts. You can build a fort. You can have a picnic. I love having an indoor picnic. I love like, Hey guys, like what should we have for dinner? And then let's make a picnic out of it. Um, what about random parties? How about you have a surprise birthday party? for your pet or for like your favorite, your child's favorite toy or stuffy. How fun would that be? Um, opposite day, of course, is so much fun. Um, you know what I like to do? I sometimes when my, when my child does something really good and something right, I'll pretend that they did it so wrong and I'll pretend to be like fake mad at them. And of course, turn that around and give them lots of squeezes and hugs and, and stuff like that. Um, what about you just sitting there and having your kids make you laugh while you sit straight faced, see what they can do. And this is great too, because it's all about eye contact, right? So that's a great one for that. Um, you can even pour water down your front and pretend you forgot how to drink from a cup. And that's great on a hot day. Um, you know what I do too, is I take like little drops of water and I'll put them like just under my eyes and then it looks like tears and then I'll fake cry about something that's funny or something that's, you know, silly or whatever. Um, you know, you can even pretend your kids, you can't find them when they're right in front of you. I love to, I love to use this when there's a problem too, right? If we've got some kind of behavior that we don't like, or my, my child says no to me, what I'll do is I'll take whatever I have close by and I'll have a pen, I'll have a brush, I'll have a ketchup bottle and I'll say, so I'm here on the sidelines of the kitchen table with Parker and he's refusing to put his plate in the sink. Parker, can you tell me why you're refusing to put your plate in the sink and then do like a sideline interview and tell me how you feel about sinks and plates and what do you have against plates and sinks being together? You know, like super silly stuff, right? Um, one of the things that you can do too is um, 
you know, if, if your child is resisting doing something like resisting leaving the house, um, or not wanting to get in the car in their car seat, maybe their car seat is a space machine and it takes them to a portal and they can describe, you know, where they're going, the portal, maybe your car is a rocket ship and the only way to get to your destination is to have the captain in that special seat that they're sitting in and, you know, that sort of thing. Like maybe there's some way you can make it make believe like that. What about if your child doesn't want to go to bed or doesn't want to have a bath? Well, how can we play? How can we make bath time an underwater adventure? Maybe we, we change the color of the bath water. They can go in with goggles on. We've got that soap that's like paint and they can paint the walls or, you know, we can turn the lights down low, have those sort of shimmering light bulbs that you see and make it look like, you know, it's, 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 it's a watery wonderland, you know, same with bedtime. What can we do, you know, that isn't overstimulating to make them feel like it's a fun adventure. Maybe, you know, we can make it look like a fort bed, something that's fun and different. Um, what if your child says something really mean or disrespectful? You know, you could use that interview process again and say, hmm, you know, do you know the meaning of that word? Do you know why you would say that and why you wouldn't choose a nicer word? You know, something like that. Or you can go and inspect their mouth and say, oh, geez, I, I don't know. I don't know how that could have come out of this mouth. What if you can try to say that again, holding your tongue? Is it possible to say that again? And like, be like a doctor examining. And then what if I put your lips together in like a duck bill and I stretch them out. Can you say it then? I mean, that's bound to end up in giggles and, and laughter and fun. And they'll probably forget about what they did in the first place and not even use that word again, right? It's worth a try, isn't it? Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that you can do. And I would love it if you could commit to just doing one silly thing a day, just one thing a day, or commit to silliness for an entire day. How fun would that be? So what I want to leave you with though is some simple tips and guidelines to follow when you're playing with your kids. So first you want to follow your child's lead and make sure the game is safe and don't allow it to go out of control. I think that's probably like our first worry is that, oh man, if I give them an inch, they'll take a mile. I'll never be able to get them back. So set some parameters so they know, you know, what's okay, what's not okay. And we don't, we don't lose control of the situation. So when you're playing with your child's, don't take over. Let the child change the game if necessary and listen to them, but don't tell them what to do. And talk about what your child is doing and encourage them. And you can say, so, okay, so it looks like we've got a spaceman here who wants to rule the world. What are the people going to do? And also, you know, I said this earlier, you gotta lean in. You gotta lean in and just allow as much time as you need allow plenty of time and also allow there to be mistakes and experimenting. And, you know, maybe you start out saying that the spaceman wants to rule the entire world, but the next minute the spaceman wants to rule the entire universe. Hey, of course he does. Yes, of course. That makes more sense. You know, just roll with it, right? 
but don't compete with your young children either. This can really discourage them from even wanting to play with you if you want to one-up them or try to outsmart them, right? We want to just make them, let them be the boss. And appreciate and encourage your child's effort as well. Uh, display their works of art, you know? Um, and if you had fun playing, say, boy, you are fun to be with. Oh boy, did I ever have fun with you. Or it feels so good to laugh with you. It feels so good to be with you. You know, that feels so good from a child's perspective. So on that note, I hope that you have enjoyed this. I hope this has helped to inspire you with some ideas on how to play with your kids, how to be silly, how to laugh, how to lighten up a little bit. And just remember that this encourages connection. It encourages communication with your kids. And you can also find out a lot of things that are going on with your kids that you might not have known about through fun, through play. So please dedicate at least once a day to doing something silly, something fun, and something playful. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.